Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Good morning. This is Jonathan Bedner. I'm a certified financial planner and co-owner of Paradigm Wealth Partners. We are going to do uh, What the Wealth Live today. We're going to talk about goals as we finish up October. And uh, this will also be episode 20 of the What the Wealth podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Just want to kind of wrap up our conversation around goals that we've been talking about uh, in October on the podcast. I'm starting to do uh, these conversations now live as well. So you'll be able to see or really be able to consume this information in whatever way you want. Um, The podcast will also have it here live and then will also be available on the blog in form of in, in form of some sort of written content. So all those all those will be available. Um, today, you know, I don't think we're going to go super long, probably 15 minutes or so. Um, and I just want to talk about a way to focus on your goals in a way that is a pretty simple way. I I think I posted on yesterday, just a simple way to continue to enforce your micro action. So I talked earlier in the year about micro actions. I'm a big believer in small steps, one day at a time having these micro actions as a way to reinforce good behaviors and goals and constantly improve your your um, objectives, whether it's personal finance or health or just state of mind, any anything um, like that. I view it as much easier if you do it in smaller bite-sized chunks. And that's why I really believe in these micro actions these micro actions will then reinforce their are a forcing mechanism for um, making a positive change in your life. So I'm going to share with you what I call the important and urgent decision matrix. And so in the top left-hand corner here, you see important and urgent, and I've written in there do, To the right of that, you see important and not urgent, and that's where you would plan. And then in the bottom left-hand corner, you see not important, but urgent. That's something that you would delegate. And then finally, not important and not urgent, you would eliminate. And that's where really the distractions live. So that's going to be, you know, watching too much TV, you know, I don't watch much TV myself, but I'm specifically talking about the news and market trading shows um, on various networks. All of those can cause a lot of noise and hysteria, fear and greed. And the impacts of those can be detrimental to you taking the micro, micro actions to improve your financial plan your investment objectives, your career goals, um, personal goals, time with family, any of those things. And so if you uh, can eliminate those distractions, 
then I think you can then focus on the other three. And the reason I want to eliminate the distractions first is because if the distractions are still there, then you don't um, do the doing, the planning, or the delegating because you're constantly you know, refocused on the distraction. So eliminate the distractions, then, then you can do the other three boxes. For me, when I first started my career, what I would do is I would have CNBC on um, as I was working throughout the day had it actually the, the the volume on as well. So not only could I see what was going on, but I could also hear what was going on. Uh, and I thought that that made me a better advisor and, and helped me provide better personal finance suggestions and recommendations for clients. And what I learned was quickly is that it distracted me from actually getting my work done because I was constantly looking at what the market was doing or what the next guest was saying about XYZ stock or what they thought about the market. Right now you're hearing a lot about the election. So you've got guests coming on making their predictions about about the election. So what then I started to do was take one of the distractions away. And the first distraction was the volume. So I let I kept CNBC on so that I could glance up and see kind of headlines or what the market was doing quickly but I took the volume away. This was a major impact for me just to um, make sure that I stayed focused on what I needed. And if I quickly glanced up, I didn't get caught down, uh, sucked into some rabbit hole that was hard to break away from. Later, what I did was I just turned the TV off altogether. And um, this allowed me to really focus on positive impacts you know, spending time in financial plans, spending time in my model portfolios, spending time in research, spending time writing the book, spending time on the positive micro actions that advanced my professional career forward instead of, you know, those distractions that end up keeping me almost like in quicksand without being able to take the actions and move forward. So, big, big, big recommendation here is to start slow, but start eliminating the distractions, whatever they may be, checking your 401k balance too often, getting sucked into what the news says, and and that's going to have XYZ impact on your financial portfolio or your investments or your, your goals, your objectives, maybe on your health. And a lot of these things, the distractions are actually meant to be, you know, the, the, the information that's provided is meant to be good. And there's a lot of good positive tips that someone provides, uh, five things to better your, your health or five things to better your finances or five things to, to de-stress, whatever the case may be. But you start to have so many of these other um, influences that they become distractions and you don't know where to start. So if we look at this matrix, then we can know that in the top left-hand corner, those items are urgent and important. And so we know that we wanna do those things immediately once we've eliminated the distractions. And if, the, if, if an item is urgent and, and important to you, then that's something that you should do immediately. 
If it's important, but it's not urgent, then we should plan it. You know, this may be, uh, you know, some sort of car maintenance. You know, today I had, uh, over the last week or so, I'm actually, my brakes have been kind of squeaking. I know then that I need to plan a time that I can take my car to the dealership so that they can do the routine maintenance that I need. That's an idea of not actually only planning, but actually delegating. I have no idea how to reply, uh, to replace brake pads or rotors. Maybe I should, but it's just not something that I'm good at. And so that's actually something that um, not only did I plan and let someone uh, and get on my calendar, but I actually delegated to someone else who is a professional. They understand how to replace brake pads and rotors, and they can do that for me. In exchange, I provide them the money needed to offset the time and the knowledge that it would spend me to figure out what I'm doing and take way more time uh, for me to do it than it would be for them. The other thing that that does is it actually frees up my time to spend on the important and urgent things that need to be done uh, that, that I have identified as the most important things for me to do. So what I like to try to do is keep a, a running list of goals and those I call like the top six urgent. Um, and these are, are, are redone every week, sometimes every day, but usually every week. And these are the micro actions that I wanna make sure that I'm accomplishing in order to, to move my career, my finances, my family, uh, whatever forward. And, and so by doing the planning and the delegating, you free up time, which is, in my opinion, is more important than the money. Time is something that you never get more of. And any time wasted, you know, is, as again, then a distraction. And it prevents you from moving forward and getting better. Your goal every day should be getting better, 1% better every single day. This feels a little motivational, but I think it is. I mean, there's only so much that we can really talk about on, on goals. And as we've discussed in the past, I'm not a big fan of SMART goals. I think that there's a place for SMART goals, which stands for um, strategic and timely. And I don't even remember the algorithm, honestly, off the top of my head. But it's a little cliche, and I think that's why a lot of times we don't actually complete them. It's because it's easy to kind of write them down on paper, but there's really not a lot of motivational force behind them to, to accomplish them. And so I do think you should write down things that are important to you and things that are urgent to you. And if you can eliminate those distractions, then you can refocus your time, your energy, your effort on these other these other three boxes and then you can place place those topics or those ideas or those strategies in the correct in the correct box i'll give you another example for the podcast i actually do the recording but i don't do any of the producing or the editing or the show notes or any of that stuff so i actually delegate that out so it's urgent for me to get the recording live or produced so that the team can uh, create the show. But it's not important enough for me to sit there and actually edit the show, make sure that I cut out all the ums and ahs 
what's important is the show gets recorded, they do it, I delegate that out, and then I can go back into my top category of urgent, important. And for us, that is you know, family, friends, finances, working on um, spending time with my family, engaging our friends, and then in the business realm, doing research, spending time on financial plans for clients. How do I better their situation? How do I work with them? Have we looked at all the angles? And, and that's really where I want to try to live is in that top left box. The important and not urgent is, you know, again, that's where we can plan. So if we know that there is something we need to do, but it's not the most pressing, you know, that's where we create the plan. I'll give you an example. So maybe in our world, that's an annual review for clients. So, you know, maybe that's something we plan out in November. I need to speak with Billy Bob Thornton about his personal finances and his investments and what uh, kind of a recap for the year, what we need to focus on as we close the year out to put us in a good position for 2021. I know that's important for both us and for Billy Bob Thornton. So it needs to be done, but it's not necessarily urgent that has to be done today. So that's something that we plan for and we put Billy Bob Thornton on the calendar to do a review, um, either via Zoom, in the office, by phone call, but those actions get planned um, so that we make sure that they do get executed, but they don't get done in such a hurry that it falls really short of the importance of it really is. And we want to make sure that we're executing this and, and again, moving the client and their personal finances forward in these, again, micro actions, small steps, I think that's how you get better is, you know, again, taking these small steps forward. And the best way to do that is eliminate distractions. And if you don't eliminate the distractions, you're going to be constantly swamped in, in this quicksand or concrete where you're not getting objects or, or goals completed that can really improve your life. You know, again, earlier this year, I published a book called Let the Wealth, and it's something that can never be taken away from me. As an author, um, I have that kind of behind my name now, uh, and it feels really, really good to do that. But you don't do that without going through the micro actions of, uh, you know, just getting content on the paper, editing the content, uh, having, a, uh, having someone design your cover getting the ISBN number. I mean, there's a lot of these things. And if you look at it in this totality, it becomes very overwhelming. And then it becomes easy to just get sidetracked into distraction, put that uh, off till tomorrow. And then the next thing you know, you're a year or two, three years down the road and you haven't completed it. So uh, if, you, if you force yourself to eliminate those distractions, and you start creating these micro actions, you will move the ball forward. You will improve your life, your career, your personal finances, all of which can then be used to better yourself. And it's almost like a compound effect, much like money compounds as you invest early and often, and it starts to grow faster and faster and faster the more you do it. 
The same thing happens with your time. As you eliminate these distractions and you focus your time on um, the important and urgent things, then and then planning or delegating the other things, um, then your time starts to compound, your um, your energy starts to compound, your your profession, your career, um, and you can really start to hone in on really making yourself um, better and and having a fulfilling life. So that's my conversation for today. Um, really, all talking about just just the this urgent and important goal. Uh, matrix and how to think about those those topics so that you can again start to improve one step at a time so thanks for coming in uh, I appreciate everyone um, if you've got questions or comments you know hit them in the live chat I'll see them and you know until next time as always create the life you love have a great day great weekend thank you for joining us on what the wealth For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.